Good afternoon, Jamie. On the main stage, Keith, the man Thompson. How's it going? Mixing it up today. Yeah. Uh, it's going okay. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all right. I My my whole family is getting over being sick, like mm. the flu and it's been good times. Like it's been like a couple weeks. Uh, not not a great time but uh i'm overall feeling mostly better i need to be quick on the mute button today so in case i have to cough up a lung in the middle of this recording but yeah just don't throw up i don't want to see they all make me throw up yeah it's i see yeah. that it's not it's not that Mate. actually it's not a stomach virus so no it's just like going through the the traditional man cold kind of situation it wasn't covid no well i don't i don't no. know i didn't even take a test mm. i was like i'm not leaving my house it doesn't really matter <laughs> never leave my house anyway so yeah you had your house like uh it was like et like an et when they put the, the giant film over it mm-hmm. that's so pretty much it yeah yeah that's good so yeah but i mean other than that we haven't talked in forever because yeah. of chaos christmas. monkey chaos monkey and christmas yeah that's right i uh yeah last friday we were supposed to record right and we both I like just kind of slipped my mind. I was like, oh, it must be next week or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it just like wasn't on my calendar for some, yeah. you know, weird reason. <laughs> yeah. So Shopify, um, Spotify went through and, uh, they really killed all you guys' meetings, huh? Yep. Yeah. It was a really weird. So for one, I mean, it was an odd thing to come back to anyway, because it happened immediately. As soon as like everybody comes back from our holiday break, it's like January 3rd, everybody's back and just bam, your calendar is nuked. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, Chaos Monkey goes through and kicks you out of all your Slack channels, like just punt, 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 and like really? restricted all of Slack. So you couldn't have a public channel with more than 150 people in it, um, which is problematic. 150 people. Yeah. Well, God. so the way. Why even have a limit at that at that point? <laughs> oh, dude, those, that's a small channel. Oh uh, my! We God. have some pretty big, like just just the Ruby Guild channel for like just the channel for the group that I lead inside of Shopify has like three hundred and sixty people in it. So like, not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. No. Well, well now you that, have to have Ruby Guild one. Hold on. And let Ruby me Guild let two. me see if what I'm about to say <laughs> is public knowledge. Oh. Uh, oh, do you have do you have that in a Slack somewhere? Uh, is that a give GitHub me, give document? A quick second a, here. Nope. Nope. Not going to do it. You're going to have to brief, do it while I'm talking. Brief you moment. Going to go nope, look at a thing nope, here. Nope. Still talking. Uh, it's in the Word doc. Um, um, I, don't, I don't know if this is public knowledge. It doesn't really matter. Um, oh, God. Unless it does. Hmm. Well, well, it, well, we switched we'll some internal tooling. Okay. So, like, that's okay. Internal tooling, like we were trying to move uh, away from Slack being like the end all be all for things. Like they cut our retention policy in Slack to 60 days. So you're not going to be able to go and search for things anymore. And they're trying to move good. us off of sure. like Slack being like the thing, which historically is like at Shopify. We Slack is the thing. And then like shared documents are all over the place. Email doesn't really get used that often. Um, and that's it. So when they're like, oh yeah, Slack is going to, it's here. Like we still use it for like real time communication and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be where everything finally resides. So it ended up, it was just chaos everywhere. It was a, the least productive, like 
of all the weeks to do it, I guess oh, I know me, it takes me a while to ramp up after I've been gone for two weeks. So yeah. I wasn't probably going to be very productive anyway, but I was definitely not productive after they like, oh, by the way, we're just gutting all of our communication tools and practices and going to change these things up. But hey, you don't have any meetings. So that was nice. Uh, <laughs> it was it was an experience for sure. It was pretty funny. It's kind of there are people who posted about it. They're like, this is the Shopify that I miss, man. Where you just change shit randomly. And it was, That's awesome. it was interesting for sure. That's kind of funny that uh, decreased your productivity by a lot. Well, it was because we, I had to learn new tools and stuff too, right? Like it's like, oh, so like, wait, but is this thing that I'm saying supposed to go here? Is it supposed to go in the other place? And that kind Mm -hmm. of bouncing back and forth. So that was, it was exciting to say the least. But yeah, how was your holiday break and stuff? Good, man. I didn't, um, I didn't do anything. Um, Really? I mean, I did do, I worked on, um, tattoo, but I didn't do, um, hardly any client work. One, my client, um, well, actually after it was after Christmas, but they're like, uh, we're going to pause development. Ah, bummer. Yeah. Their investors like, yeah, that stripe thing really screwed them over, man, to be honest. Um, and I'm just the, the fact that Slack's kind of dying. Um, a slow death, uh, inside after their sale, uh, Salesforce acquisition seems to be like slowing, uh, the slow death of Slack. Just the Wait, so what's the, what's replacing Slack from the outside world? Like not, I have a very Shopify centric view. Um, well, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot less, um, there's a lot of people on teams from what I hear from what okay. I've seen. Microsoft Teams, and there's a lot of people on Discord. Like those are kind of both. Their businesses using Discord. Oh yeah. See, that strikes me as odd, just because mm-hmm. I've always found it as like a. I mean, I'm a Discord OG, you know. Like I've been using yeah. it forever because I'm a gamer, but yeah. Discord's really good with like threads and stuff, so I think that's why like businesses like it. See, I feel like it doesn't do very good threads, but that's just. But me. you can like. Ex- like take some you like you can take a piece out extract a thread and move it into like a separate little thing and be uh, like hey you guys talking this about here's the thread like it's almost like another channel so i think it's cool gotcha um, but nice. and then i think people are just ditching you know finding that these things are productivity suck and mm-hmm. uh and uh you know getting rid of them um so yeah i don't know um, what were we talking about? Oh, geez. Yeah. My, my client. So, uh, but, uh, actually right before that in November, um, I started working with, um, bullet train, mm-hmm. um, Andrew Culver's, um, Ruby on rails framework. Uh, basically, you know, it's bullet train it's rails, you know, so it does more, mm-hmm. but it basically comes with SAS stuff, comes with teams and accounts. Um, and it's pretty cool. It does some unique stuff. It doesn't use like generators and stuff, which I always thought it did. Um, so it's kind of cool. Um, so I've been working with them on like a specific gem on the billing usage gem um, and the billing side of stuff and the products, all the, you know, the Stripe interactions, um, stuff like that. So I've been working with them and uh, they're big they're big. Uh, they have a client that's kind of funding everything. It's they're called ClickFunnels. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. 
I feel like I but have they basically heard of them use before. yeah they basically use I guess they're huge like they have a big conference every year I guess it's like a salesperson conference hmm. which is um, Andrew was telling me about it um, it, it sounds like slimy and stuff but it's actually he's like dude the energy out of there like that you get from there is like totally different from like a developer conference and stuff um, um, yeah I've definitely seen this before. Yeah. Yeah. So they use bullet train behind the scenes. Um, and so they, they fund like all the work basically. So nice. I'm, I'm basically, that's basically my client, but <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, cool. but he, Andrew, Andrew has a bunch of people working on, on bullet train on the open source stuff and things. Um, so it's cool. It's cool to see that kind of, uh, ecosystem thriving still. In the nice rails world. Um, yeah, so I, I, but I mostly worked on, um, on Tatsu over, over break. So cool. I saw one form through a tweet that you got your, your modal form stuff figured out. Yeah. Yeah. I got, um, I, I, that form took, took forever, but it had a lot of like little parts that needed to be created for it. Um, I mean, uh, did I that the, help inform kind of the architecture stuff for Juve's like mobile or modal oh, building yeah. stuff? So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, right now, like my controller for this one form. Uh, well, that's not one. It's like three different forms, but they all in the setup controller. It's like 1400 lines. Whoa. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unwieldy, but. Holy cow. This shows yeah, you the warts of working with this like yeah, stuff though. Exactly. But it shows like, I know exactly what I need to like move into um, mm-hmm. Juve to, to, to cut all that out. Cause a lot of it is like serialization of parameters and that stuff is leaking. You know, I don't want that leaking into the controller, like the shape of the payload, you know, cause it's going to mm-hmm. be different from different. So um, anyway, uh, that's, that's actually what I'm going to work on next is actually extract, extracting some of that stuff out. I need like a good, like model view, view controller, kind of like surface does a little bit. Um, maybe even like what Phoenix does with their views and their template kind of separation. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I need that. Cause there's a lot of like, you know, especially with Elixir, you know, Elixir's all functions. So, you, you know, instead of if statements, so you have you end up having all these tiny little functions inside your controller mm-hmm. that really should be like not there, but I just threw them there, you know? Yeah, so it's like yeah. going through that and like seeing where everything's going to go. So I mean, I think be it's better to build an ugly first version and then oh, be yeah. like, okay, what can I learn from what I just yeah. like, what is wrong yeah. here? Cause mm-hmm. just giving it kind of the squint test, you can see like, this doesn't feel right. And then go from yeah. there. But like, at least when you build the crappy first version, like you built a first version, right? That's the, that's like the, the yeah. problem that when most people don't get to, right? They don't fit it. Like myself, basically as king of the people who don't build the first version of things a lot of times, right? Like I, yeah. I get so stuck sometimes being like, I'm going to build the perfect version. And then I, I know, anything, right? I so know. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I almost I applaud that having a 1400 from, line controller that actually, you know, you're doing things right when your PR says that this diff is too big to show. Yeah, you know? there you go. You're like, ooh, <laughs> that file's got <laughs> we should many lines come back and it. talk about this at some point, because I PRs and sizes of them is one thing that people have wildly different views on. And I, I think it's kind really? of really. Oh, yeah. Like, really? it turns people out. I didn't realize this was good. 
wildly different like opinions on it. I'm I'm okay. much more yeah. in the camp. I am uh what's the what at least in internally to Shopify, I, I am one of the people who will most allow what other people consider to be a, like a gigantic PR. Like I'm like, ship a feature, like show me what you're working with, you know, like let me see the whole picture versus like we have a lot of a lot of people that this PR is too big. You got to split this up. I'm like, but seeing breaking this portion of this by itself and putting it in a PR, you don't see it exercised. You don't see how it's supposed to be like, like you don't get to see the big picture. Like you don't when you separate things into two small PRs. So like there'll be PRs mm. people ship that like at a class that's never used. And I'm like, don't do that. Like, I'm very much, I'm like, nah, I don't like this. Like, yeah, if it's, yeah. if it's not used, then like, yeah, don't, keep don't it ship in the junk. Like, don't yeah, jump. like yeah. I want to see a, the big picture of what's going on. Like, I would rather you ship the, the, the thing that is using it, right? Like with it, even if the thing that is using it is never actually called, like I'd, I'd be okay with that in a way, like, which sounds yeah. a little hypocritical because you're like, oh, but, but I'm like, a lot of times that would be like, oh, here's the controller that I'm setting up for this kind of, and I'm exercising some code through here, but there's no route for this controller that's set up just right. But because yeah. I know how a route's going to be set up or like, or like yeah. you just put the route behind an if statement, right? Like that, that is really what I well, want to see. That's what I was like, when you're describing the big, like it's a gigantic PR, like, and you want to see the full feature that would kind of tell me that the feature is probably too large of a feature like yeah ship something this is actually this is another thing yeah. that comes back yeah, is like people something. don't know how to divide things into smaller workable yeah. chunks and that's a good thing with feature flags too like put mm -hmm. dude the first thing i do um and any any place um that i work is like first of all if they don't have a feature flag thing i'm like come on gotta have feature flag and uh i that's the first thing i do is put it behind a feature flag because you never know when somebody wants to say oh hey can i see that and then you can turn it on just for them or mm -hmm. or just for the reviewer or whatever you know so yep. feature flags man so, nice there's a weird side tangent there i don't i'm gonna be honest with you i don't have a ton to talk about this time around because i was on break didn't do any programming let's at talk all. about your sickness talk uh, about the sick no, i'm just joking. sickness um yeah no so i don't i don't have a ton yeah. of stuff to talk about yeah uh, no. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I talked about mostly, um, the one thing I did want to bring up, um, one thing I did work with, which was pretty nice was, um, uh, Derek Reimer's uh, zone X library. Okay. So yeah, he did, um, he wrote an Elixir library and a, an API on top of it that he uses for savvy cow uh -huh. and he open sourced it. Um, and, he did all this work of taking, you know, when you get a time zone drop down, it's like just gobbledygook of shit. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. So he took it. There's these things called meta zones, which I didn't even know about. Um, there's like a 95 of these meta zones. Right. And they're um, they're really nice names like Eastern Standard Time. And, you know. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, America slash New York. It's, you know. Yeah, those Eastern. suck, right? Like, yeah. I hate yeah. those. Like, I'm like, I'm more like America, you know, Indianapolis or like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you. Yeah. Right? Like, dude, if you get South Bend in there. You're yeah. Like, ah. I'm like, but I can't get, I'm not America, Chicago. That gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, um, and the way that he implemented it is you can start, like, you can type Paris, right? And Paris will show up like just Paris, France, right? Mm -hmm. 
And you're just like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. You don't have to think about the time zone or whatever. And it behind the scenes converts it to a time zone. Or you can choose one of the meta zones. So the way I did it, I had to kind of um, work around Slack's crap a little bit. But um, so Slack has this thing for their, their uh, they have an external data source select, right? So that's really the only way I could do this. Um, mm-hmm. So you can start typing and then it hits, hits my API and then I bring it back. Um, but the uh, the one thing is they only allow a hundred items um, in the uh, in an option, or they allow a hundred option groups. So I basically built a page component that's just it can be you know you know I I want to show all the meta zones at first, and so the reason I know there's that's in there's 105 of them. Uh, so I bummer. was like, oh, I don't want a page like, or I was like, it's just gonna have a button down there that said you know next page or something. Um, and, uh, so I just faked it and said, I'll just do two option groups with one that has a hundred and another one that has five and there's a little gap in there and it looks, looks pretty nice, but nice. Yeah. So, uh, no, it works pretty well. So I wanted to kind of duplicate that. Um, and speaking of feature flags, there is a, um, a thing in there because you have to pay monthly for the service that he's using to, uh, do the um, geolocation, you know, and then searching in the geolocation, um, which has all the, like it, that even has the meta zone stuff in it. So you can tie it all back no matter what they choose to, to an actual time zone, which you need, um, you know, to do like daytime math on and stuff, you need like a real time zone. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, um, but so I put that feature behind a feature flag so that I can, it's not live right now. So I don't have to pay the 35 bucks a month or whatever right now. So, um, well, that's the other thing that took like super long time, but it was, it was, I like that you have to come up with like, how am I going to fit all this crap into this select box? Yeah. Well, Hmm. I, I like, I've done it with, uh, the client we've done paging where, um, you just have like, you know, at the bottom of it, uh, you can say like page one of, you know, whatever. And then you have a next and a, wait, you have a select box with the page paging in it. Yeah. Well, with a button with a, like a, like the action is a page. So if they select that action, that option. So it's like the last option in an option. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is before I thought of the the option group hack. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. So that took a lot, a lot of work, man. A lot of work. Yeah. Well, I'm. So, how far is Tatsu 2.0 from being like? It's actually pretty. Well, okay. Replacing the existing functionality is like basically there. Mm -hmm. Um, I just have to schedule. So, I built that scheduling form. It doesn't actually schedule. So, uh, that's what I'm working on. Hey, thankfully scheduling not a yeah. big deal Been so i looked i was gonna do go with oban i was gonna like go the oban route and i was like no i don't want the oban route like that's too much i don't need all that and i was just gonna build my own gen server but have you seen this sked skedx skedgex i have not i i'm i'm pretty <laughs> disconnected from the elixir scene right now oh i gotta i'll put it in the show notes too but you gotta see the logo it's it's brilliant oh, okay yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who makes it. I, oh, I think it might be under its own org. Um, but it's pretty, it's a pretty cool logo, but it's a pretty cool gem. Like it's, it's not as big and heavy as Oban, 
but you can cancel jobs, which you're going to need to do. You can update jobs and um, you can choose your own storage mechanism. So I'm just going to use Postgres, which Oban uses as well. So nice. Yeah. So, yeah, all it really is, is the processes that do all the timing and everything. So nice. That's pretty smart. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's so, so cool that like, this is one of the, my favorite things about Elixir is like, you can just, you just don't have to deploy like 600 yeah, process, like different containers for this. You're just like, run my application. And the application's like, oh, I run jobs too. Bam. Let me yeah. go spin this thing up and let it go run over there. Yeah. Yep. It's all in this one binary. Oh mm. yeah. You want all these things. You don't have to like shell out to all these. I mean, obviously um, as you're getting into more higher yeah, scale yeah. stuff, there's probably optimizations you want to do with being like, oh, I actually want these types of processes to run on this specific node that's in my cluster and blah, blah, blah. But yep. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that, honestly. Like, I haven't seen that scale, so I have no idea what no, the yeah. problems are. That's, with that, so. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like. I would be really curious to see what that looks like. Yeah. Like, I would love to know what the deployment for, like, a large-scale Elixir application looks like. Dude, it's funny. Um, I was talking to... Um, so, I started working with ClickFunnels, and they have the setup s- script. It's awesome, right? It's just one line. Dude, it takes a half hour to run. Uh-huh. Like it sets up, um, part of it does, part of it's working the Ruby bits in, um, on your machine. And then like the, I think the Redis and the database, they have it in a, in a Docker container, mm-hmm. but it went through and does all this stuff. It like sets up, you know, these proxies on your thing. And I was like, there's no way this is going to work on a M- M2 Mac. Like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see. And dude. I was like, just went away and I was like, everything worked. Like, oh yeah, do this, um, add this to this environment file and now do this and everything worked. And I was like, oh my God, that's hell no. That's crazy. That's the first time I've ever, first of all, that's the first time I've seen like a, a need for a setup script like that does all that, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of infrastructure kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, the other thing that uh, Andrew was telling me is if they have like a big customer they like fork the code at ClickFunnels. I'm sure I can talk about this. Uh, and uh, they, they, so it's basically like a copy of the application, but on their own, you know, server. Yeah. They give them their own, their own node. Yep. Yeah. Their own node. And I was like, oh, I go, well, this is built into to Elixir. <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, really? It's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's just, just, you don't have to do all this crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, so. Yeah. That's, I mean, those are definitely the, I mean, it's interesting that they have to like fork it and they can't just like route traffic to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. Um, but yeah, they have that ability. They, they only, these, they mentioned they only do that, had to do that a few times. I'm sure they, they probably tried that at first or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or it's just like not cost effective to. I don't know. Yeah. Depends. There's like a multi-tenant sort of situation. Like yeah. you're working with like, I guess it, it's easier if you're working off of one of like blah, blah, blah dot my click dot com as your mm-hmm. thing. Cause then you can just like at your outer edge layer, you can say, Oh, requests coming to this. They go through this load balancer to this node. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only thing that runs on that node. So traffic should be okay. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. there's certain things that Prada Inch has to do on Shopify scale, like for 
um, if there's going to be like a flash sale from like some gigantic merchant or something that leads to insane traffic. And if it's on a node that has too many, like if it's, uh, their traffic's being routed to the same location as like too many other merchants, uh, like, and it's, you know, whatever container we yeah. want to route their stuff to is like, it'll just overload and just like take people down, which is why there have been like flash sales in the past for like all birds or something like that, that have just like took Shopify down. And, uh, we've, yeah. we've learned how this That's, stuff works now. So yeah, um, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been, it's interesting to see like all the things that they've had to figure out over time where it's like, Oh, okay. We like, now we have like specialized, uh, people in support and sales that like reach out to merchants, like, and have to get in contact to them like before flash sales. So we can like, orchestrate architectural or like uh infrastructure changes to make sure that like oh, wow. that sale goes off without a hitch yeah. um, stuff like that but yeah then when you were thinking that i'm like well i guess we have like a bunch of merchants that are like we kind of run them on their own in certain situations but not all the time yeah 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 that's great that's that's kind of funny that uh I'm sure those merchants love that though. You know, they're like, Oh, look at this is, it's kind of like we have our own Amazon. We just, Oh, I mean, yeah. And they you, like, yeah. You think about it and you're like, well, you're not paying for the server costs on this. I know. Uh, like, I know. <laughs> right. They're just raking in the dough. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's funny stuff, like just lots of different things to, to figure out. Like I was trying to, I was talking to somebody the other day. So my team's working on an API that's like in, it's a like pre MVP stage. Right. But we like, the first thing we do is we go out and find like merchants or partners or people who might want to use this API and be like, Hey, we want to get you using this API that like barely exists right now. And my, my wife was like, why would anybody want to do that? And I'm like, because the, the flip side of that is they get it. They get to actually like manipulate our roadmap. Right. Like mm-hmm. they get input on a roadmap of like mm-hmm. 40 world-class engineers. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's a good deal. Like it's not that bad for them to be like, oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll play with this thing a little bit and try to get it running. Like it'll be beneficial to me for these other reasons. But if I do it early, then I can also make sure that you build the thing that is specifically tailored to my needs. Yeah, sure. And yeah, it's just a funny, like I would have, I don't know. I just hadn't really thought about that too much prior to working on this project of being like, even at our level, we go off and be like, Hey, we're going to, we want you guys to mess with this thing like super duper early so that we can get your feedback. But you know, we understand that this goes both ways. So you'll, your feedback will like very heavily influence what we build. Yep. Yeah. That's, um, it's kind of like the, uh, the chat GPT and, or the open AI and, uh, Microsoft kind of partnership where they're like, Hey, what do our servers need to do? Okay can we uh like have like a you know own 50 percent of this company okay yeah that's crazy so yeah. that's cool man that's cool i just got back from code mash actually like i literally walked in the door when oh really oh okay you know. nice how was that yeah, how was code so. mash it was cool it was it's uh mm, uh conferences big conferences man i don't think they're gonna be around much longer wasn't that many people there. Oh, really? You could see. Yeah, they cut back on a lot of the stuff, a lot of the perks, and it just looked like empty. And um, yeah, like you go to lunch and it'd be hard. It just looked like a regular, you know, Wednesday or Thursday at the 
at that water park, I'm assuming. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's why do you think that is? COVID, obviously. Um, they lost their, uh, I heard that they lost their ass on it last year. Like they, like we're in the hole. I don't know. I don't know. But that thing costs like, you know, a couple million now to run. Yeah, very so. expensive to put on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they have to have that attendee, that attendance ship. Um, but they just mm-hmm. didn't get it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess when I think of big conferences now, I think of like your official like vendor specific mm-hmm. conferences, right? Like, like AWS, like AWS invest, and reInvent. Yeah. And yeah, you think yeah. like Ignite for Microsoft, stuff yeah. like that. So, they still yeah. have that build, the build conference? Or build, or sorry. Open? What is Ignite? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Salesforce has their their trailblazer thing. Yeah. So I like a, I, I built an app for that they never used. Anyway. Um, um yeah, I guess those aren't gonna probably go away in any like those are still yeah. huge, right? Like KubeCon. Yeah, but those those cool. don't, you know, yeah. Those don't need to make money. Those those, no, those that's are right. just they... a line item on there. Uh-huh. But like um the other thing with CodeMash that I've said for years is the problem is is uh, and I always kind of joke, um, like with some of the people that put it on i call it microsoft code mash because all the content is like uh-huh. like they had i looked at this year they have one elixir talk and it's on nerves like building a a robot thing which i think is like the least applicable version of yeah. elixir you know what i mean it's like most nothing against one. nerves like i think it's cool right yeah. but i don't i think it's also the one that's like least likely to get used in your day job unless you work on like iot stuff and they had like five talks on blazer i don't even know what the hell a blazer is but I know it's Microsoft. Yeah. It's a, yeah. They had five talks on jackets. So like, that's part of the problem. I think, even though they like, you know, Microsoft does sponsor it, but they don't, um, you know, they don't have any say in the stuff, but a lot of the people that run it are from that, you know, community. That community. Yeah. yeah. So, which is fine. Yeah. But I think a lot of those people in those communities, um, aren't coming out anymore like their companies aren't sending them to these conferences anymore i don't think you know um, yeah i'd be curious if they have a sourcing problem or if they have a selection bias yeah on their talks right like if there was one alexa talk is it because there were like three submitted or is it because the people on the I panel submitted, i submitted three so. there are people on the committee who are just like hmm, laser yeah. baby yeah um yeah yeah I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. I don't know. What I'm not even gonna, sure if I'm going to go what to the next one. This year. No, I okay. signed up for, uh, I've signed up for a bunch to speak at just cause I want to go across or it's in places I want to go. Mm-hmm. Like ones in the, uh, Canary islands ones. Um, yeah. Ones in Belgium nice. that I signed up for. Yeah. I was so. talking to somebody the other day cause they're like, Hey, do you want to line up? like travel and stuff to go to RailsConf. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go to RailsConf just like as an attendee. I think I might just go to a conference as a speaker at some point this year. That might just be like one of my goals for the year is like get back to doing some sort of public speaking. Yeah, uh, dude. So. Sure. Yeah, because it's there as like a, we even have resources Where's... internally that can help me out with like preparing a talk and doing those kind yeah. of things. So I'm like, I might as well exercise those things. And I get a bonus if I speak at a conference, I think, unless they took that perk away, but I don't think they did. <laughs> chaos monkey dude yeah chaos monkey dude it's out to get me 
Um, tell you what, when it kicks you out of Slack channels, it doesn't do it in like batch. It does it one at a time. And oh. so I got 75 notifications <laughs> from this thing just being like, Chaos Monkey has evicted you from the woodworking channel. And I'm like, thanks, Chaos Monkey. Dude, you can't have a woodworking channel? Well, we had a whole community Slack. So like yeah, a whole no. different workspace. And so the, it just got shut down. And mm. they got moved somewhere else. But it's a, it's a fun vampire monkey. Well, they still get to exist. They're just not going to exist in Slack. Yeah. Um, where is uh, RailsCon this year? Uh, it's in Atlanta this year, I think. Uh, Which actually yes. it was of all the ones to go to, that would be like the easiest. Just take a Delta flight, like mm-hmm. guaranteed to go there in one stop. Yeah. 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 Hmm, maybe I'll, I'm, I always submit to RailsConf. I've done it every year. Like, like speaking of Chaos Monkey, and I never yeah, I got to go find something to talk about. Like, that's yeah. really my thing. Is I, I look at it and I go, mm, like, I thought about submitting something to Ruby Kaigi. Um, mm-hmm. But then I was like, I don't do anything. <laughs> like, especially Ruby Kaigi is more like Ruby specific and less like, you know, more, more general. And it's like, we want stuff about the Ruby programming language. I'm like, I'm a soft talks guy. I feel yeah. like in a lot of cases, I don't, they're I, human, they're human skills. Now they're called human skills. My bad. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is, I said that I said that, uh, over, uh, yesterday, I think. And somebody, somebody, uh, corrected, corrected you. Me. Nice. I don't know what's wrong with soft skills, but they're well, skills. they don't want to diminish yeah, the guess, fact that they're still difficult. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Anything else? No, that's it for me, man. All right, man. We'll feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I, I, I would definitely be feeling better unless we get sick again by the next time that we talk. So we'll see. Unless, Having small unless, kids is great. Unless Shopify says uh, no more meetings. Yeah. Chaos monkey just deletes no. Google calendar. Damn, All right. Later, man. All right. All right. See you. <laughs> Bye.